Hello, White Rabbit. With whom are you talking today? Today I'm talking with Panji, the Lower and Upper Elementary Gym Guide. In this Meet the Casa Community episode, we go over some aspects of Panji's background and get a first impression about the way he approaches gym lessons. By the way, due to some technical problems during the recording, I had to perform extensive surgery on this episode, so you may notice that the sound quality is not so good here and there. But I'm confident that you will find the content worth it anyway. Enjoy! Panji, I was reading the piece that you wrote for the lower elementary and upper elementary welcome books, and uh, I would like us to go over that. Mm -hmm. But first, I really need to ask you a very burning question I've been looking forward to ask you for a long time. Should. Where does your name come from? <laughs> well, uh, that's quite easy to say. Uh, my name is Indonesian because my father, is, he's been born there uh, and he has a Dutch father and an Indonesian mother. So oh, that's why I'm half in a way. And now that we got that out of the way, can you tell us a bit about your primary school education? Because your bio mentions that it was a Montessori school, right? Yes. And I was wondering, how does that compare to what you have seen in CASA? If I um, recall correctly, because it's, it's a while, I'm, yeah. I'm 40, so <laughs> <laughs> it's really a long time ago. Um, but the thing I can remember is that it's, it's a bit more structured and it's, it's a bit more uh, group lessons and a bit less freedom, less choice of freedom. So there was some Montessori elements, but it's, I think it was a, a quite regular school with the name Montessori and they had some Montessori elements in their vision, but it's, it, it wasn't in a far the, the Montessori vibe and vision that the Casa has. Casa is really more uh, aimed on the independence of the students right. and on the autonomy of the students. Right. This is a big difference. You also wrote that you did boxing. I did, I do. So I was very curious about, you know, what you learned when you did um, boxing. Was there something that really has helped you as a parent or as a teacher? Yeah, for sure. It gives you perseverance, right. discipline, uh, and that are two major elements, I think, in life. I was, uh, my, my goal was to be champion of the region right. in my weight class. So I was really competitive. And then all my life for, I think, five, good five, six years was all focused on that one goal. Well, that was my, my way and it, it gave me a lot of uh, wisdom. Yeah. Do things that you don't like maybe in the beginning. Some things are really scary. The first time I went in the ring oh, to yeah. spar with a guy who was bigger, more experienced. Those moments you don't forget really soon. Right. So, <laughs> when you're under pressure and, and somebody is, yeah, let's say, want to chop your head off. Yeah, yeah. Th that's the, the, the one moment that you should stay calm and focus and try to see in the eye of the storm, where do I have to go? What do I have to do? And it's, it's, it's really a big spectrum of practice and everything, yeah. but really learning, learnful. So tell me, 
Can you also remain calm in the eye of the storm when you are with the children in the gym? In my case, that's always the intention. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you, you can imagine what I will tell now. It's, it's not always succeeding. I have, well, 250 plus students oh, at Casa. Yeah. And in the way, you would like to uh, show the same calmness. And, and that's why it's also, especially I think f for everybody, but for me now in this case, It's my goal to preserve your own uh, mental and physical health as good as you can, because the children, they will eat you alive oh, in yes. a way. <laughs> I would like to move into your sports teacher training. In your bio, you mentioned two acronyms, the COS and the HALO. I suppose these are schools for sports teachers, but what did you learn there? Well... Practically the basics, the vibe and the feeling of teaching and guiding another person, child, usually. So you get all kinds of knowledge of all the sports there are. You okay. get some history lessons about it. But mainly for me, I think the most important thing is you get the experience of teaching in all kinds of different situations. At school or uh, Uh, at a daycare or and everything in between uh, swimming pools and so you got experience with uh, kids from all ages yeah yeah uh, in 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 the seals so mid-level i did four to twelve all right and then uh, the halo well that's that's the ac academy i did to 18 so also uh, uh, high school yeah and do you also have any type of montessori training that is specific for gym lessons I am uh, currently uh, I'm, um, participating in an AMI st study, the same one as Miranda from okay. Children's House. And she's done already, so I'm a bit envy on her. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I'm doing the same one. It's an AMI sport and it's an, uh, an online course. And uh, the, the goal is to finish this uh, certificate or education this year. What is this training bringing new to you in what way will this course help me in the integration of uh, even more montessori vision in the lessons yes that's the goal and that's that's my ambition also that i want to be even more montessori minded and i'm i'm just not even halfway so but the things that i experience now is that it's a different general focus more social emotional and it's a bit more it's you know you don't need to be a good tennis player or you right. don't need to be a good football player but it's more about the individual process of of a child and that a child can choose their own uh, path within the context you offer yeah and and we try to do in the gym now this is not only in upper elementary uh, we're gonna start uh, a pilot soon Uh, where the child has a, has his or her own goal book. Okay. And I have written a few goals uh, where I think there will be uh, good goals for them. Right. And they can choose themselves once a period, uh, let's say a month or two months. I will put everything in the gym out so they can do everything on the goal book. Right. And then they're gonna score themselves or each other. 
Oh, how nice. And I'm only there to guide this process. And, yeah. and, and my goal is that they will set a goal and especially that they will learn how to reach their goal. So, you know, the, yes. the growing process. It's so easy to say you have to do this or you have to do that. Or for me, it's all really clear in my mind. But I think the challenge is to make the child think yes. of the next step. Yes. So it's not telling stuff, but it's just asking questions. Yes. And <laughs> guiding this delicate process. The piece that spoke to me the most was the importance of the gym lessons. Hmm. And I'm going to read what you wrote in mm, there oh to go over it. You say... I like to use sports as a means to achieve alternative goals, mm -hmm. pushing the boundaries, dealing with winning, losing, helping in making your own choices. How do you help children to develop these skills? Because I think they are really important. I'm so happy that indeed you are bringing this because it's, it's not just about the physical development, which is very important, but you are talking about mental development, which is very difficult to measure. And I was curious about the techniques. And I wanted to add a topic for you here, which is fear. Well, let's make it concrete. Uh, let's say you have a, a trapeze, you know, a trapeze, like in the circus. There's, you have the two ropes and then a bar in between. Yes. And then you can swing. Yes, yes. And you have something like a closet and you climb on the closet and then you take the trapeze and then you swing to the other side and you have a landing spot and everything. Right. The most children just looking at the materials yeah. and they go their, their way with my instructions. Eventually they will succeed on their own. Right. But there are also children, they see that, that trapeze and they see the cloud and they are really afraid. Yes. And, but there are also some children, they think, well, come on, something challenging, please. So you need to serve all groups. And that is where there are some tips and tricks where you can try to help the fear child to proceed in the exercise uh, and one of the things I like the most is without talking oh really yeah just with making the setup of the materials just challenging enough to proceed so let's say they're in front of the trapeze yeah. and they're scared and they're, tra and they're gonna, they're, they're crying. Then I'll take this child aside and I talk with the child. Okay, what's going on? Yeah, well, it's too high. Okay. Then I gently, I don't know, um, uh, glide the closet a little bit to the front. So the gap from the closet to the trapeze will be smaller. And then the child still in, in the beginning is afraid and then I'll, only take the trapeze. Take the trapeze. Yeah. So you are carefully modifying the setup one small step at a time until the gap is small enough for the child to dare to jump. The context, the material, they should provide the child to see the opportunity. Right. That's, I think, the main thing yes. I want to say. And what do you do with the children that find the setup very easy? They will get an extra assignment, for oh, instance, and now you do it backwards or uh, right. now with your eyes closed. So you modify it a bit, but yeah. the material is the same because it's tailored for the middle section. Exactly. Well, I also wanted to touch the winning and losing. Yeah. With my daughter, I have this a lot that she, she tells me like, 
I hate to lose and she will cry because she she doesn't know how to handle that situation yet. Yeah, for me as a teacher, it's quite interesting to to help children to to guide this feeling. Do you want to emphasize on winning in general? Yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit in between because I always I also think that it's good that there are games where you can win because if you lose, that means you didn't want <laughs> and yeah you need to do better next time and and this process as you can imagine i think is quite learningful there are that i think that's maybe two percent of, of all my children they are quite extreme in their reaction so that's that's quite modest but those children I, they get the the emphasize in in my guidance towards them right. so and it's just a, a way of talking to them and 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 try to explain the big picture and try to reflect and and I always tell the children for me the end result wasn't always important right for me is the most important thing is that I could you know like for instance I made a good pass yeah I had some good collaboration with this or that I made some good comments some coaching some stuff cool and then I could lose the game and still be happy you know, for instance, this is amazing, Panji. I'm I'm so impressed that you're doing this because indeed you are you are getting to the kids to reflect, and then look at at the things they did right because yeah. it's so easy uh, for us parents, perhaps always focus on the things that they do wrong, yeah, and that is demoralizing. Yeah, but you are basically telling them, no, look back, you lost. That's not it. No. Look at this yeah. and this and this and this. You exactly. did for the first time and you did yeah. it right, and that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and, and this is something you need to do often and, and, and eventually the, this is a process and, yeah. and, and, and it goes up and down. But it's something that, uh, especially in the upper elementary, you intensify your guidance. In the lower elementary, it's a bit more playful. Okay. And you can see that the, 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 the focus and the attitude is shifting in upper All in right. your guidance also, you know. Yeah. And it's also quite individual, but... Wow. Well, Panji, it has been a blast. <laughs> and uh, I, I really thank you for this because, uh, you know, until I talked to you, I didn't have much insight on gym. Hmm. And seeing the depth, you know, that is not only about the physical, but also all the mental training they're getting. You know, the fact that the parents know about it, even if it cannot be quantified, I think that that's a huge improvement already. I think it's, the gym is so worthy. Yeah. And there's, there's so much potential for the children because they, they practically all like it so much. So there's all some, some intrinsic motivation to participate. Yeah. And I also see the, the difference between the children from an age of five or six. Yeah. Just enter and then gradually they, they develop. And eventually uh, when they're 10, 11, 12... That's such a difference. Yeah. There's so much stronger physically, emotionally, mentally. I, I'm, I'm feeling really on my place here and I have all the, the means and the freedom to put my program in place. Right. And that's for me also really auto autonomic and important. Yeah. I'm also really curious how the next accommodation will be and I'm now really included in the process of the in interior and and what kinds of uh, materials do we get cool and and i want to be the one that integrates a bit more uh, of all the possibilities 
that they are now, right. you know, with the touching screens and the, the big projectors and everything, that we can make it even more worthy and right. fun. Well, I think it's a perfect place to stop. Good. Thank you so much, really. It's my pleasure. Hey, if you want to learn about the more practical side of gym lessons, stay tuned for the follow-up episode with Panji that will be released in two weeks. And of course, feel free to drop me an email to casastories at casaschool.nl if you have any comments, questions or suggestions for improvement. ¡Hasta pronto! This